Well, hello there. Welcome to this week's episode of Sex and Other Stuff. I'm Annabelle Knight. And I'm Jess Wilde. And this week, with it being close to the festive period and that, we've decided to talk about sexy Christmas gifts. This week we are so close to Christmas and the festive period, we want to talk about sexy Christmas gifts and the ways in which you can spice up your love life and your relationship over the festive period, whether you've got a million pounds in your bank account or one pound in your bank account. Yes, because I think for all of us, Christmas tends to be expensive, doesn't it? But it I'm does. a great believer in it's it's not how much you spend at Christmas. I mean, if you've got loads of disposable income, great, you know, treat yourself and your partner. But if you haven't, there are loads of ways you can still enjoy a fun, exciting, romantic Christmas without I'm a big, spending lots of money. Big believer in not buying stuff Mm. but spending whatever your budget is on doing stuff so you have memories especially if you're in a relationship because guys as a relationship expert and a certified couples counsellor I like to get my couples to create memories because when you get older in your old age and your dotage when you can't do as much physically anymore it's good to have those amazing memories to look back on they create bonds of intimacy and they really do see you through the years of hardship and boredom you know you don't know what's going to happen you might have kids you might not have kids you might become completely skint you might become really rich but whatever your situation you always have those amazing memories of the time spent together and I think Christmas is a perfect time to to do something with your partner. Definitely. And I think things like that, uh, where you're creating a memory and you're taking photos, it ripples into your other relationships. So it's not just maybe your intimate relationship, but if you do have family and friends, which hopefully you do, you can discuss these stories with them. You're sharing experiences. You're looking back over photos from yesteryear. And, you know, I can't count how many times I've gone through old photo albums of me as a kid or my mum and and her first husband. And I I love that because it makes the people around you see your full life. And I think that's really nice as well. It's better than, you know, that bit oh, of remember, on the yeah, mantelpiece or something. Remember that bit of shit I bought you five yeah, years ago. Yeah, I've no. dropped since. And, you know, yeah, exactly. That extra thing that collects dust for you to clean now. Oh, the dust grabbers. Oh, the dust. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like having presents at Christmas. Oh, yeah. So I, I always ask for things that I use but that I wouldn't spend the money on myself. So yes. I love candles. Yeah. But if I pick up a scented candle and I'm like, 30 quid? <laughs> Who spends 30 quid on a candle? A box of wax. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't spend that on myself, but I would spend that f- on someone else yes. as a gift. So I ask for things like candles. I ask for makeup. Like I like Charlotte Tilbury makeup, but it's expensive. Perfume's always a good one, I yeah. think. Absolutely. So I like, I ask for uh, kind of little luxuries that are like a one-off little splurge Mm. and I try and do the same for the people if I'm not taking them out. Like I love Christmas meals instead of, me and my friends, instead of uh, buying each other presents, we try and do something together. So it might be a concert, a gig or an activity or, Mm. you know, just going for a meal. Absolutely. And, And ever so much more valuable than money is time. You know, you can't take time back. You can't get a refund on it. You know, you're, you're you constantly spending time. time. Yeah. yeah. So to use time and tell someone, oh, I want to spend time with you. Like my most precious thing that I can never get back. I want to spend that with you and on you. I think that's one of the nicest things you can do with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody. And eventually that person isn't going to be there. 
and it's better to have the memories of them than mm. the, the, the thing that they gave. I don't know. Some people really um, make really strong bonds and attachment to objects. Actually, yeah, that is a good point. So for this is something that I reference quite a lot. Have you heard of the five love languages? Oh, educate me. Oh, I love it. So there's an amazing quiz online. Um, it's sort of quite religiously based, the actual website. So, yeah, for me... Where is it? Um, I think literally the website is called the five love languages or the love something like that. If you Google it, it will come up. So it's all sort of whiffled around with a bit of, uh, you know, God says this, God says that. But you can sort of just pretend it says, I don't know, your hamster or something like that, make it a bit more entertaining. <laughs> but the, the basis, the crux of the information is really great. So you fill out a, a survey, this, this sort of quiz, you can get your partner to do it as well, or even your friend or your family member. If you're struggling to sort of communicate, so maybe you feel like your partner doesn't give you enough cuddles that probably means that you're somebody who your love language is touch so for you it's not about compliments it's not about gifts you require that little squeeze on the bum that little hug that makes you feel loved other people hate that and they want gifts and gifts make them feel loved or words of affirmation so it's unlikely that you know categorically what so you are so it's almost like your romantic personality type yes definitely and oh, there I are like certain that. things that communicate and and you and your partner you know if you're touch and they are gifts you try and show them love by touching them all the time. They're like, no, no, that's not my thing. And, you know, you try and use your own language to display love to somebody you else. You could buy it, a massage chair and kill two birds with one totally. stone. Totally. But, yeah, it's like speaking a foreign language if you don't know what your partner's love language is. Oh, that's fantastic. So it's really I'm interesting. I'm going to do that and see see what I am, and I'm yes. going to force Matt to do it to see what he is. So he will be gifts, guaranteed. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Tell, tell us on the next episode what, what you guys well, found you are. Well, my prediction is that... Uh, what are the options? Can so it's um, off the top of my head. It's words of affirmation. So you'll, you look cute today, all that good stuff. Gifts, That's not me. Not me. Gifts is one. Touching. So like Maybe. contact. I like a cuddle. Oh, what are the other ones? Um, I can't remember the other two off the top of my head, but there's five in total. Is one of them Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, that's me. pretty sure that's the fourth one. It's a nine and a half one. <laughs> Just whack on the half-blood print and yeah. I am sorted. So talking of relationships, um, obviously a relationship's great when we are communicating well and, and where sort of everything seems to be working like a synchronized swimmer and we're all in tandem. <laughs> but there are things in life that can make these things break down temporarily. Yeah, you so, can miss your stride. Totally. And stress is a major contributor to that. So people have heard, you know, um, moving house, one of the most stressful things Having you can a child. Do. Absolutely. So there are these sort of top scoring stress things. So we were just chatting before we came on air yeah. about holidays and it sort of brings us back around to Christmas. And Christmas. How stressful is Christmas? It is so stressful, um, especially if you're in a relationship mm. and you are deciding, you know, where to spend Christmas, whose family do you host, yes. do you do nothing at all? And I've got to say the best Christmas um, I've ever had with my husband was last Christmas where Did we... Did you just tell everyone else to piss off? No, <laughs> we, we drove up to the lakes with our dogs. Oh, lovely. And my dad has a house in the lakes, but he was coming down to spend Christmas with my sister, so his house was empty. And oh. we just decided to go... We saw no one for five days. Yeah. It's so secluded. and It's in a, a tiny little place. And there's like 20 houses, all very spaced apart, so you don't see anyone. We had a log fire going continuously. Oh. We discovered the Handmaid's Tale back to back. Not very festive, but, you know, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, and we gripping. just walked our dogs, ate a load of food, 
and drank from like 10 o'clock in the morning. But oh, it was, day drinking, love it. It was just what we needed because yeah. because we're both freelance, we don't spend great swathes of time together. Yeah. So the time we do get is very, very precious. And like you say, you can't get that uh, get time back. Yeah. So that's what we did and I absolutely loved it. But that's as lovely. you say, that's not for everyone. Yeah. Some people like the gifts and form attachment to well, things. Like I know jewelry is, is very important, very romantic and yes, means a lot that's common. to a lot of people, especially if you get it personalized or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. We're um, gift idearing. Yeah, gift idearing, totally. So I think Christmas is about, you know, well, other than giving, but Christmas is about sort of being together and whether that's with your family or your, your chosen family, whoever your family are to you, it is about being close. So in a way, it's sort of a sad thing that it's now been marketed as this, as this money spending thing that actually adds stress. And sometimes, you know, there have been so many sitcoms about the arguments that happen on Christmas oh, Day. On Christmas Day, Do you know, because yeah. you've got drink, you've got excess, you've got oh, gifts and stealing. Well, we have you know, a, oh. a married pair of friends who get very annoyed at Christmas, mm. uh, various people within their family yeah. or the situation. Well, they or, fall or, asleep again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not one person by any yes, means, but yeah. every kind of New Year, it's like, how was your Christmas? And oh, God, shit. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And for the last like three years, we've been like, why don't you come to us for Christmas? You yeah. know, spend it with your friends. Like, no, you can't, you can't possibly. Breaking the rules. Break the rules. And yeah. the thing is, you can. Your life is so short. Say you get... 80 Christmases in your whole life. That's yeah. only 80 times in a in a lifetime yeah. to get it right for you. Yeah. And if you spend the majority of those trying to get it right for other people and everyone else does the same, then no one ends up being happy. And yeah. everyone's trying to do the best by someone else yes. without doing the best for themselves. And that's the irony of it, isn't it? As you sort of put yourself at the cost of trying to do everything for everybody else, you know. We, I think everyone can relate to their stressed out mum and or dad on and Christmas self. Day and yeah. or self, yes. Absolutely, and that's why I, I um, preach about positive selfishness quite a lot. It's mm. Selfishness, the word, is synonymous with negativity. It's yeah. a, a trait no one wants to have. If someone described you as selfish, you'd you'd be quite hurt and offended by that, or at least I, 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 yes. I would. Yeah. But there are positive ways in which you can be selfish, and Christmas is one of those times when it's okay to say, do you know what? I work full time. I have a family. I am stressed out by this, mm. that and the other. These are a few precious days I get off. I'm going to do something that makes me feel good so I can yeah. hit the new year running and, you know, feel relaxed and recharged and happy. I think yes. I think the spirit of Christmas we don't show that to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Be kind to yourself. And I think it's, um, as you were sort of speaking then about sort of the connotations of selfish, it's like that ish on the end. You know, if you change that to self-care, it totally has a, a different ring to it. And to me, it's the same as the difference between being childish and childlike. You know, the selfish and the self-care. So yeah. And, and also I, I like that I think that's really nice yeah I, I think so too thanks thanks me show me well done. <laughs> well done me everyone round of applause for Jess <laughs> uh, but just bring it back round to Christmas because I, I, we did want to talk about like Christmas gifts and I, I can know bring it back to Christmas we've, yeah I love Christmas you have to be more elfish geek. elfish oh. find your inner elf I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Santa. I know him. <laughs> and I know we've spoken a lot about doing things and um, doing things for yourself and mm. making memories. But of course, for the vast majority of people listening to this, and for me as well, I'm I'm not going to take my whole my advice down to the last word. No, we're definitely going to do crazy Christmas shopping. I'm going to buy some things. Yes. I already started in October. Oh, I'm wow. not. I'm not apologetic for that. But you know, I like to be organised. So. If we're thinking about couples this year at Christmas and they want to enjoy 
something maybe festive and either sexy or romantic or just some quality time together, what should we suggest? I mean, I guess if we start with no budget and work our way up, we could give a few suggestions. Okay, well, my favourite Christmas gift, which can be completely free, um, depending on how you know crazy you want to go, is the striptease. Oh, yes. Either partner can give a striptease. Totally. It can be as sexy or as funny as you want because sex isn't just about the raw, sensual, animalistic. Oh my God, sex is funny. Yeah, absolutely. And all you need is a pair of underwear like that you feel good in, that you feel sexy in. Yeah, some music on in the background, maybe a couple of candles. Yeah. And that's really all you need. And a willing partner to just sit and watch for a yeah, bit. Yeah, and I guarantee you, they'll be happy to watch. Absolutely. You sit them down, they will watch you. And you saying about, you know, it doesn't have to be all about it being ridiculously sexy or sensual. You know, it can be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. So my background before this was doing burlesque. So I know a thing or two about stripping for people. And my favorite thing was always to make people laugh. So, you know, it would be part of the act. And I think it sort of adds that bit of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like that humanity to it. Yeah, absolutely. And you if know, you're a little self-conscious as well yes. it helps to diffuse that that element totally. of the whole thing yeah and if you are self-conscious um dim the lights a little further blow out a candle and yeah. get a glass of wine down your first yes yeah it's never a bad idea to have it especially if you're doing it at home you know and you if you do drink wine you know have a drink yeah dim the absolutely lights, and i like the message of a striptease because if the striptease is the gift you are the striptease then the message is that i'm a gift you yes appreciate me and you're unwrapping yourself for them as yeah, well so you still got the unwrapping elements so that's really and then cool. you get a bang so it's good oh yes <laughs> we're like the banging christmas side of it. crackers <laughs> <laughs> nice so yeah if if money was a complete no-no and it was christmas on a shoestring then a striptease, a striptease is, is ideal great. yes that is a perfect idea but maybe you've got a bit of disposable income and you want you do want to spend some money on your sex life at christmas mm. where, where are we going to go from a striptease i would suggest if we're going down the creating memories and that kind yeah, of thing yeah i think so i think a spa is quite a nice thing to do so maybe like a short break together so kind of like you said about you and matt going away and spending some time just the two of you if you don't have someone else's house, you can sort of hop into, maybe see if you can take a break. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. And if you book ahead, quite a lot of the time you can save money or get on Groupon and save yourself some cash. Yeah, Secret, Escapes is, yeah. Secret Escapes is really good. I've yeah. got some absolute bargains from there. Yes. And even if you can't afford like, you know, a night away at a spa, yeah. you can get a day pass. Totally. Just go in like, and one of the great things about spa, and I know I've talked about the toxicity of mobile phones so often, but you can't take your phone with you. So leave it in your locker and you get to concentrate on one another in complete kind of luxury Mm. and pamper yourself and make yourself as a couple and as individuals feel really fucking good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're all guilty of not resting i mean i say that and i'm one of the laziest people on the planet but we all work really hard and we've said before in podcasts as well it's sort of work now runs into everyday life because we do have social media in our pockets and it's like we're go 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 and if you're somebody who's got a family or you've got sort of a busy home life as well some people feel a bit guilty about taking that time to recharge to sit down and to chill out but when you've paid for a spa you will calm down. You've like, got to make the most yeah, of it. Yeah, you're you? not going to go and be like, oh, I'll just quickly check my Facebook. Oh, I've got other kids all right or anything. No, you've paid to sit there and let somebody stroke hot oil all over you. You're going to damn well enjoy it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would make don't, myself. Jess is coming to your door. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah. So I guess that's kind of like a mid-range um, Yeah, it's um, in the middle. We were talking earlier, actually, and maybe we, we this isn't uh, the time and place, but I'm <laughs> just going to throw it in there anyway. Um, you know, you 
get a hamper for, for someone with yes. like a bottle of wine and some biscuits and some chutney and some cheese and crackers yes. and things like that. You could make like a hamper for your relationship. A pamper hamper. A, yeah, I, I mean, and I'm kind of making this up as I go along because mm. it's only the very glimmer of an idea that I'm trying to... <laughs> Um, it's like the spark of an idea that I'm trying to gently blow on and yeah, create we, a fire. We literally were chatting about it briefly earlier, weren't like we? Like a couple's yeah. hamper. So like yes. a candle, a massage oil, mm. like maybe a couple's sex toy, Yeah. Uh, a mixtape CD of yeah. your favourite yes. sexy oh, I love songs. that. Something a bit sort like of personal. Like a DIY sexy Christmas hamper for couples. Yes. I think that's a really good idea. And I'm wishing I hadn't said this on this podcast because I could have made that. But now this is going to get listened to. Hang on. Oh my goodness. We'll all, we'll all be giving sexy hampers for Christmas. It'll be called sex and other stuff. The hamper? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Write it down. Quick. <laughs> write it. Write it. <laughs> Sorry, we've, we've recorded it now. You watch, right? This time next year when this podcast is, you know, making millions and millions of pounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream, right? You can come back to the website and you'll be able to buy the sex and other stuff pamper hamper. Oh, we'll lube on. with our faces on. Oh my goodness. Just what everybody it's wants. Smell <laughs> like cold cakes. Do you know, it's nice you mentioned the mixtape. Um, you just reminded me. So I've got a couple of really good friends of mine um, who are in a relationship with each other. And last year they were sort of um, basically one of my friends is a student. So she doesn't have loads and loads of spare cash knocking around. I mean, who does nowadays? But it was amazing last year. Um, she did loads of homemade gifts. And it was awesome. Um, she made like this awesome quilt. I mean, she's very good on a sewing machine I'm terrible you end up with like some scabby old rug from me probably <laughs> but she made this amazing rug and her boyfriend's really into like gaming and sort of lots of cool geeky stuff so she she found all his favorite stuff and made this really cool patchwork um rug seeing that you can blanket. totally personalize it to yes, your partner exactly she made a, a collage of loads of pictures of their holidays that they've been on together and it was really nice it was really personal it was really sort of it, the gift couldn't have gone to anybody else which yeah. I think is a perfect gift when you're like oh it's perfect for me and not for anybody else that's such a personal gift and yeah she didn't spend much and they were lovely gifts so that's always an option as well somewhere between free and spa I think the homemade. effort like the effort that someone puts into getting you a gift so it yeah. doesn't matter whether they've spent like you know a grand on it mm. or it's free if the effort reflected in that gift yeah. and the thought behind it is of equal value they're both equally valuable to yes. that person it's so true that it's it's the thought that counts like we we hear that saying time and time again but it's there's so much truth to it because oh god i was going out with a guy a few years oh, ago okay i have one of these as well oh wow so have you ever had i mean i don't like to seem ungrateful gifts are lovely but my god this guy <laughs> <laughs> he could not have got it more wrong basically he bought me a multi-pack of razors okay you win <laughs> yeah, like honestly, he bought me and he wrapped them up. And, uh, and he was like, oh, I thought you wanted some. I was like, yeah. I said to you, next time you go to that place where you get those cheap razors, yeah. next can time you pick me some up? Next time you go to the shop, can yeah. you get me some razors? You, oh, that's Not a great set you've got. Can you buy me some next time? Yeah, so he got me that. He got me um, a potato, like a plush potato oh, okay you know it's, it's I mean, a, marginally better than an actual potato no because i really <laughs> like potatoes and i'd rather eat a potato this is like this plush um couch potato that you know you see in like man shops for like putting your remote control in oh and my your goodness. cigarettes yeah. and your beer so yeah now i've got one of those how using, big is this potato it's like this big um it's like eight what's that 12 inches 30 tall? centimeters 30, yeah like 30 centimeters i would say and fat and plushy i don't even know where it is now honestly and I, it was the worst you know when you're opening a gift and you're like trying to be like ah, oh, yeah and you keep opening and you're like waiting for the gift that's the actual oh. gift <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to seem like so ungrateful because that really is shit. <laughs> but I went out with a guy who was really wealthy and um, he bought me like a fountain pen set. Uh, Parker that, pens, no, brilliant. They were Mont Blanc pens, so I mean, I sold them when we broke up <laughs> and made a fortune. So that it was quite a good gift. But I opened it and I was like, oh, lovely. I was only like 22 and it was kind of a gift you'd get your maybe like your grandma or, yeah, or somebody who's really into handwriting and things. then the yeah exactly <laughs> i mean my handwriting looks like a drunk five-year-old so does it look better with these pens do you know i feel like maybe it does and i <laughs> sold them I saw, but the good thing about selling them was uh, a guy bought them from ebay and he sent me this lovely message how he was wanted to get them for his daughter as a graduation oh. present but he couldn't afford them full price he couldn't even afford what i'd put them on for and he said look I know you're probably just going to say no, but it's worth a chart. This is my situation. I'd love to get them for it. No worries if not. And it was just the the kind of indifference of if I said no, he was like totally accepting of it. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, you can have them. Lovely. And it's fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So it wasn't a bad gift. I mean, it was a bad gift for you. But a great gift for his daughter. And like what perfect gifting. Well done, dad. Like good I job. Fabulous. Yes. Um, but alongside the pen set came oh, this no. necklace. Now I am not religious at oh, all. No. I would say I'm an atheist. And he bought me, you know, the fish you see on the side of cars yes, sometimes? Yeah, the Christian fish, yes. So I got a, oh, it's a monstrosity. It was grandma <laughs> jewellery. It was a Jesus fish necklace made oh up God. of rose gold, gold, silver. Oh, rose I gold. hate mixed metals. Mixed metals. Oh. I, I'm not, I don't hate mixed metals anymore. Oh. But at 21, oh. 22 or however yeah. old I was. I just looked at it and thought... My hate was strong then My great-grandma would have loved this. But he left the price in oh, on the tag in it, so era. I knew how much it was. No, because he'd spent a fortune on oh, it. Oh, so and he's I like, think this it is was, shit. It was more the... I'd, I think he thought I would like it, but I think he thought I would like the fact that it cost, cost a, a lot, lot. Yes. more, so the price tag was left in it. Also, to me, that just screams how much that person doesn't know you that's some all people, i thought that so, is that so it wasn't the fact that i didn't like the jewelry or i didn't like the pen set it was more that like when i it was more that when i yeah <laughs> it was more that when i opened it i thought he doesn't know me because he doesn't know that i won't like this and it was yes. that thought that was the real kicker about it and then the extra kick is and he thinks i'm the type of person that's impressed that by cares money about the money yeah, yeah know, so it's a double know, whammy when people are young somebody. do silly things so I suppose then if you've got all the money in the world, well, we just go to the Maldives, go to Hawaii. Is that Halloween. where you'd go with all the money? No, I think I'd do Hawaii. Oh, or okay. like Kiwi. Oh, yeah, like Fiji. Why are you looking like sexual at me? Because I really are. You sex. really are. <laughs> Open those eyes. You're getting all hot. <laughs> Predator. Um, no, I, it's not where you'd go. It's the temperature. I like cold mm. places. I'd like to go. Oh, um, you like. can stay in these pods that are made from glass in like <gasps> Iceland. Yes, I've seen those. They're amazing. Watch the Northern Lights. I'd like to do that. Cause I would like to do that. I did. Matt took me to Iceland for our one year wedding oh. anniversary and um, it was fantastic. But we went on a Northern Lights tour, but it was oh. really uh, overcast. So basically I've seen green cloud. That's oh, it. it's meant to be quite expensive. Like when you're there, isn't it? The Secret cost of... Uh, yeah, do you know, like it was when you're quite actually pricey. There. Like, um, I can't remember how much it was, but we had a, like a couple of drinks and it cost like the equivalent of like 35 quid. Yeah, so. I've heard that, but I've also heard it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it is wonderful. Well, I mean, what holiday is really, really cheap unless, unless you go like backpacking or something? Morocco? 
Morocco's cheap. Yeah, apparently so. So uh, my sister, my wonderful sister, she is uh, my best friend, and but she's also an idiot. <laughs> she went to Morocco and thought it'd be okay. Thought she'd be fine eating oysters off a cart off the side oh, of the street. No. And oh, basically no. gave herself like gastroenteritis, gastric oh, flu type. No. Really bad food poisoning. So easy to get caught up in the middle. When in Rome? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and she was going, I didn't think they'd be bad. I was like, you ate oysters off yeah. the side of the road yeah. in Morocco. Yeah, uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have like the gold star of health and safety and um, food hygiene. But anyway. Oh, so, I mean, talking of holidays, I think the last couple of... I have been away for sort of around Christmas, New Year times. And actually the last couple of years I have been somewhere cold. So something that listeners may not know about me is I grew up in Canada. When I say grow up, I was there till I was about 10. Um, so I'm British Canadian. So I've got a serious love for snow. And if I don't get my snow fix, like I feel like I haven't completed a year. Like I feel like a year hasn't been. Have you had your snow fix this year? So, well we had, yeah, March. We had all that crazy snow this year and like Bath was just snowed in basically. And I trudged my way into work and I was having the best time of my life. <laughs> all the roads were closed. So yes, yeah, so the last few years I've done that. I also went to Amsterdam. We didn't get snow, but it was very cold. And a couple of years before that, I did Sweden in January. So I made sure I was like, I'm getting snow. I need snow. So I do like a cold holiday, but I do love myself some hot holidays. So I think this year, if I go away, I'd really like to squeeze in a hot one. Or like go somewhere where, in like Australia, where they're like I the went reverse to Australia for a wedding, for my cousin's wedding. My sister and I went. We went to, for a week. It's not a good idea. If you're going to no. Australia, go for go oh. for longer. Yeah, I say the same thing about Canada when people say, oh, just going for a week. I'm like, you are not going to see anything in a week. You need three weeks minimum. 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 Or to go back many, many times. Yes, which is very expensive. I The last time I travelled, not for work, was to go to Budapest to see Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt's currently away filming. Um, I don't know if I can say it, but um, if I say, I'll be back <laughs> six. <then> I, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that might give it away. Did you break the code? <laughs> um, then, yeah, you get the idea. And they're filming in Budapest. He's been out there for three months. Uh, so I've been over there a couple of times to visit him. And he's been back a couple of times as and when. But Budapest is absolutely amazing. And oh. I didn't realise until I went that... Originally, it was Buda on one side of the river and Pest on the other. Yeah. So there are two different places. And one is very hip and cool and quite like Camden and Soho and really edgy and lots of food and bars and nightlife. And the other side, Pest, is very historic. And mm. it's kind of like being in Trafalgar Square or at the Houses of Parliament or Buckingham Palace. It's, it's literally the architecture. a pest. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all the architecture and the beautiful views and sights. Amazing. But in the middle of the river is a place called Margaret Island. You can't drive there. It's yeah. uh, kind of a bit like being in Central Park. It's just like okay. a big uh, kind of parkland area. There's an old nunnery on there, so wow. you can go and see these ruins. Uh, but you can't drive around there. You can hire bikes or electric scooters. Cool. And I hired like a mini electric motorbike. Yeah. It went at like two miles an hour, but I felt so fucking cool on this bike. <laughs> I was like, this is what the, the angels of death motorbike say. group feel like. What are they called? I was going to say, do you mean Hell's Angels? Yeah. <laughs> what do they call them? The, angels of- the motorbike angels of death. That's the new one now. I'm going to squeeze that on a back patch. That's, <laughs> that's the uh, group I've just invented. If you want to apply to be in the motorbike angels of death. You just need an electronic <laughs> motorbike. Which I have just found out are illegal in the UK. Yes, yes. Because you ha- if you have a two-wheeled electric vehicle, it has to have 
have pedals, so you can't have uh, an electric motorbike. It's bonkers. I know, crazy. Let's change the law. Oh, do you know? We've gone from Christmas to just holidays in general and dreaming of yeah, being and, in and hot climbs. Sorry about this, guys. We'll bring it back round. Yes. Christmas gifts. I think we've got time for one more before we go anywhere. Um, off the back of the striptease thing, mm. I, so it's not going to be free, but it's going to be cheap, and it's couples massages. Yay. So you can either pay someone else. Yeah, so if you don't want to do the spa. Yeah, just go somewhere. I did one for my 30th birthday. It was good. If your partner likes really hard sports massages, it's probably not going to be that relaxing for you because as mm. I was enjoying the lovely soft hands of this amazing masseuse next to me was Matt going ah ah ah, oh, no. ah and it just wasn't the most relaxing thing in the world mm. but you could do that or you could get your hands on some massage oil um, and treat your partner and that could be your gift you know pamper showing your partner how much you care about them and how much you love them by taking the time to really relax them mm. and treat them to something that's really sensual and romantic and that they wouldn't normally get and that's yeah. really relaxing as well definitely I was just thinking as well I think um this is something where my, my mind doesn't often go to the family home because I'm not somebody who has got my own children. I don't have sort of lots of bustling family stuff going on in my place. I live alone. <laughs> it's just me and my Netflix. But <laughs> that is like my life. Um, however, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I love my life. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just me and my laptop pretty much 99% of the time. But I do appreciate that Christmas, for those people who've got children in the house, and particularly if your home is the Christmas home, you know, all the parents, the aunts, the uncles are in your house, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got all the different height chairs all around the table, and, you know, it's all yeah. a bit bonkers. And it's amazing, and we all love these times because we get to catch up with people, but it is the time where any regularity or any kind of romance kind of just disappears because you've got all the family around. You've got, you know, you're probably sleeping on the couch and your husband's down the bottom of the garden or something, <laughs> you know, and it's all a bit mad for this two weeks around about Christmas. So I would say if you are somebody who has one of your parents come around, ask them when they say to you, what would you like for Christmas this year, darling? You say, mum, I want you to look after the kids on this day over the Christmas period yeah, so that me and my idea. partner can go out. So literally, it's their gift to you. They haven't had to spend money. They've been able to do something. They're going to spend time. Your kids get grandparent time, bonus. And you guys can actually go guilt-free, escape from the Christmas madness, do whatever you like. I don't care if that's a walk, a meal, the cinema, take advantage of everyone else being in their homes. Indian takeaways are usually open Book over Christmas. Book a premiere in and just have a sleep. Exactly, yeah, have a sleep, have some sex, do whatever you like. But literally just, again, it goes back to spending time together and it's something that your whole family can give each other without spending a penny. And I think sometimes it's just actually going, do you know what, I need some time off and asking for it. Yeah, just and what can I do? It. Do you know, one of the things we're all guilty of is when is turning down help, yes. especially at Christmas. Even something as little as, yeah, do you know what? Can you do the washing up? Can yeah. you clean the kitchen? Can you do something that just means that I get to have five minutes, ten minutes off yes. at this particular time? Yeah. We're so bad for it because we have this weird image of the perfect host and I am so guilty of this. Yes. The amount of times I have people at my house, oh, can I do anything? Nope. And my, love, my friend Maisie, she is one of the kindest people I know. And I will always remember her saying, I had like a little book launch when my book came out and I did it for myself. Mm. And I said, I'm going to just put some food on, put some drink on. And I just want to, you know, celebrate the fact that I wrote a book because I was really, really proud of it. Yeah. I remember several people asking if they could do anything. And um, Maisie said, 
Annie Love, can I do anything for you? Because uh, Annie was my nickname at secondary school, which I is where we met. That. Uh, little known fact. I can't believe I let that slip. Oh, Kept that Annie. secret for seven oh, years. Oh, <laughs> uh, but she said, Annie Love, can I do anything to help? And I just turned around and say no. And she went, do not say no. Tell oh, me nice. what I can do. Ah, yes. Good friend. And I was like... <gasps> please can you take the pizza out please can you do this and I can't do it because I just got so overwhelmed because I'd planned this event and I was like it's a total celebration of me Mm -hmm. and then everyone was here and I'm not actually that good in big intimate crowds if that makes sense yeah yeah like a lot of people there's like 20 odd people there who were all close to me yeah I love a group of strangers that were you used to spending time with these people uh, like kind of one-on-one individually yes and it was I was finding it hard to spread myself uh thin around yeah. everyone and I was getting a bit overwhelmed and I didn't want anyone to feel like I was ignoring them because everyone had made an effort to come and it was just those words of no what can I do and yeah. I think we need to make the most of of people offering sometimes. yes I was gonna say so you've sort of just done it so explained what I was about to say actually which is it's that it's partly knowing when to ask for help and when to accept help but also as the friend who's offering help, don't take the first no. And I think this is, um, we see this being spoken about quite a lot online in conjunction with mental health. You know, when you say, you okay? And your friend goes, yeah. And you go, nah, are you okay? Yeah. And it's on the second answer you get the truth. And I'm, I've tried doing that with my friends and it's so true. It's the second time you ask that they actually go, actually. The second question, even though it's a repetition, is the permissive question. It's, yeah, it's the permission like, of actually no I do want to know yes. I'm not just asking to be polite because we'll we're do it. such how are you? a culture right. yeah. yeah how are you great how are you fine yes off we go and, and, and if it's it. anything yeah. else other than that on the first question people are like oh shit I didn't really mean to I didn't really care <laughs> <laughs> you know but to actually say you know can I do anything to help you no 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 no, no I'm fine let me help yeah okay because then actually it's it's not always a selfish thing to accept help, help. And this is something I'm learning. I'm really, same as you, I'm really bad at accepting help. I like to believe I'm sort of superwoman. I can do everything on my own. I don't need no man and all that. And that's all very well and good, striving to be independent. But you're actually taking away an opportunity for somebody else to do their good deed that day and to be helpful. Like I love helping people and I help because I'm selfish, actually. I love to know that I've given someone a help that day, whether yeah. I just made them a cup of tea or I just you know, move that bin so they wouldn't trip over it and they didn't even know I did it. But, you know, those little things. And I like to think, oh, that's nice. I did a nice thing. And every time you say no to help, you're removing you're that person. You're robbing that yes, opportunity for that person. From that person. So it's not just about you. So it's a gift to help, but it's also a gift to accept help. Absolutely. Oh, maybe that's the best Christmas present of all. Oh, my God. How beautifully rounded up is this podcast? <laughs> so what have we learned today? It's almost like we planned it. Um, <laughs> we didn't, believe no. us. <laughs> Do you know, before every podcast, me and Jess are like, shall we write some stuff down? We should research next time, We should do we? something. <laughs> yeah, we should really research. And it's like, no, because we just end up going off script we anyway. We totally so. go off piece. And I think you guys would probably be able to tell if we were sat here, like, kind of reading from a script. Or, or... I always think you can. When you yeah. get, like, in some podcasts, they'll have, like, um, like an ad just slipped into the middle. And you're like, oh, so, Tampax. <laughs> I love them. I'm wearing one right now and I can't even feel it. How funny that just came up right now. You can buy them at Superdrug. But if you guys do feel that we need more structure or if you'd like us to hit certain points or you feel that there's something lacking or there's too much of something in this, please tell us because we really welcome your feedback. Um, and, you know, we love to hear all comments. Obviously, if you've listened to our last episode, you'll know we're not keen on trolls. You guys can keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> but we did want to address in our next podcast that 
we actually do receive some really lovely comments. Yeah, I felt really guilty. Uh, so I was in my hotel room the following the evening of Troll Podcast. Yeah. And uh, I ha- received a really lovely message. And uh, I sent it to Jess and said, oh, for every troll out there, there's someone like this. Yeah. And then felt like, oh, my goodness, we didn't. We kind of just bashed people who are negative on the Internet without recognizing that for the most part people are really positive on the internet we so actually get some amazing yes thank you to everybody who does take a minute out of your day because you know I watch stuff online all the time and think oh that was good and like that's all I think like I never I never go on to tell that person <laughs> so to me that someone actually sits and types on their pain in the ass touchscreen phone and yeah. says hey guys great job means the world to me so yeah. yeah as much as the troll sucks the the positive praise is beautiful and i'm Thank really you. pleased to say that for the most part we have had really good feedback yes. um, even if you 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 know you're really enjoying it but you think we could uh, change some things constructive criticism is always welcome yes guys what we're doing is season one eight episodes uh, and this is really our testing the water seeing if you guys like it seeing if there's a reason for us doing it other than just <laughs> because we like it yeah so eight episodes in season one uh, we're gonna finish at the end of 2018 and we'll see you again at the kind of beginning of 2019 after a couple of weeks break Gosh. something like that the year really has I was just us. gonna say so I need to get see I don't know I haven't seen snow yet you can catch us on social media channels we are sex and other stuff just search for us and we'll pop up uh and jess and i are both tagged individually in those uh, little kind of info bits so yeah. if you want to follow us and see what we're up to outside of sex and other stuff you can do but other than that i guess all that's left to say is happy christmas indeed happy christmas thanks for joining us we really appreciate it you have been listening to sex and other stuff i have been annabelle knight and i've been jess wild bye bye bye